everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Juliet Beauchamp, and I'm here with Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus and newly minted Macworld Executive Editor Michael Simon. We are live on LinkedIn and YouTube. Today, we're going to be diving into the rumored M1X chips in the uh, allegedly forthcoming Macs. So if you have any questions, comments about it, be sure to leave a comment on LinkedIn, on YouTube, and we'll do our best to get to it during our live show. And if we don't get to it while we're live, we can always go back and answer your questions if you have anything specific that you're curious about. So Mike, Ken, thank you so much as always for joining me. So can we talk a little bit about um, what, where these rumors are leaking from and what this new M1X chip is going to look like? We can, but before we do that, I just have to offer congratulations to uh, Michael for being the new executive editor at Macworld. It's a big move for Mike and a big solid move for Macworld. Michael, how many how many staffers do you have now that uh, you guys are covering Apple with? Uh, well, thank you, Ken. Thank you, Juliet. Um, we have four. Uh, two in the U.S., Jason Cross and Roman Loyola, and two in the U.K., Karen Khan and David Price and me. And you, so five and you because yeah. you write as well. Yeah, that's a good team. That's and great. someone thought it was crazy enough to give me the keys to this car. So we'll you know, see, we'll see, so we'll see where uh, I take it. You can't vouch Very... for what happens next, but uh, <laughs> I think I think Mac World's in good hands, Michael. Seriously, congratulations. Oh, that's Very exciting. Here. Congratulations. Yeah. Even more exciting, however, I have to say, well, maybe not as <laughs> more, but maybe as exciting are these, less exciting. Uh, these reports this week about the uh, upcoming Apple M1X chip. I think it was uh, CPU Monkey had put out uh, some some pre, you know, uh, pre-release numbers. I don't think this is like the final format or final form yet, but uh, looks like, I guess, Apple really is pushing ahead with the M1 family. And uh I think this is would be something that would go in the the upcoming the rumored expected whatever uh, MacBook Pro 14, MacBook Pro 16, maybe the newest iMac later in the year. Um, what do we think, Michael? Yeah, well, first off, I do think that the M1 is done. Like, I don't think we're going to see when you another say done, Mac. You mean we're not going to see it in anything else? I don't think an M1. Because okay. I, you know they released the three that they released uh, the Air, the, the lower mm -hmm. end MacBook Pro, and the um, Mac Mini, yeah. and that was you know about three months ago now, and it that's kind of how you know like the iPhone A14, like that's what they do. They have they have their products, and then I think like the iPad, which sees a higher version of that same chip, usually X or Z, or always X or Z. It was X, and now it was Z. I don't know whatever they choose. I think the, the the next round will be M1X or uh, eventually M2, but I think first we'll see M1X. And as you say, yeah, uh, MacBook Pro 14, 16, but the higher end versions of it and probably that new iMac as well. And I think the speeds are going to be significantly higher. Like when, when you look at the A14 versus the A14X or A14Z, uh, or, uh, well, we haven't seen those yet. We'll look at the A13 <laughs> uh, no. eighth, or, or A12. Is that the last? I think that was the last one. I don't think there was an A13X. Eighth, there was the A12Z in, in, in last year's Pro. So right. we'll, we'll look at that. And when you when you speed test those, they're, you know, it's a little bit quicker. Nothing, no, nothing that you're going to necessarily notice versus an iPhone. But I do think that these models, which will be... A, uh, you know, more expensive. You look at the Mac Mini versus the iMac to desktop, consumer desktops. There's a big difference in price. MacBook Air versus the uh, the MacBook Pro 16, big difference in price. So I think they're going to be significantly faster. I think that's Apple's going to really play up those those speeds because you know the Air is incredibly fast. 
like ridiculously fast, more faster than anyone who is buying an Air needs. But when you take that leap to the 16-inch Pro, as you know, you you had when you bought one, it's it's a different type of buyer. So right. if Apple just gives them a, uh, an M1X, which is a little bit faster, still plenty fast. I think those buyers are going to be looking for more. So I think I think we're going to see 20%, 25% speed boost over what's already insanely fast in the in the in the MacBook Air. Well, you know, just just to you know to fill in the blanks a little bit. And again, these are these these early benchmarks. So we don't know exactly if this is going to be, you know, what shows up later this year. Again, the assumption being that the new hardware would be out, you know, second half of the year. Um, but I think the, uh, according to CPU monkey, what they were talking about was that the frequency 3.2, 3.2 gigahertz, um, like 12 CPU cores, you know, mm-hmm. I like, I like the sound of that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the same thing, you know, on the graphic side too, you know, uh, multiple, multiple cores, um, trying to remember if it was 12 it was a lot of cores on the cp on the gpu side as well and when you match those two up with the integration that apple's already done uh you know you're going to be looking at some seriously fast professional hardware yeah. you know professional laptops uh, and again you know eventually iMacs and presumably mac pro and all that do we think that this means that apple's going to be basically uh I mean, they'll, it'll obviously be constantly iterating, but we think we're going to get a new chip every year or like, a you know, we've got the M1 in, in late 2020, the M1X theoretically coming in 21. So we go to the M1Z or the M2 in 2022 and go on from there, just like the iPhone. I mean, it, it makes sense. The M2, M2, the M1 is based on the A14. I mean, they're essentially, it's essentially a faster version of the, of the same, of the same fabrication process. Yeah. So if they're going to make an A15 for the iPhone, which we know because they do that every year, uh, I think it's probably easier in a sense for them to take that design and make an M2 for the, for next year's Mac than to, than to go backwards and continue the M1 or, or, to, or to reiterate the M1. I think, yeah, I think we'll see developments like we don't see now on the Mac. I mean, Intel... Intel gets, uh, you know, Max with Intel's get stuck on on Core i5 and Core i7 um, eighth gen for years. Sometimes, I don't think we'll see that. I think up these, I think Max will be updated a lot faster now, you know, somewhat unceremoniously. I think we'll see, you know, the Mac Mini will get a new chip, a press release, nothing special, but I think a lot quicker than the three to f- three years or whatever they've been waiting for with those machines now. Well, I mean, that's the whole point. Apple can now really right. dictate how quickly it wants to update. It doesn't have to rely on Intel. I did think it interesting that, you know, recently Intel was putting out uh, some yeah. benchmarks and, and comparing the M1 to the Intel. And it was, let's be uh, judicious to just say it was sort of selective as to how. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, all, all, all benchmarks from companies are selective. Apples are Apples are notoriously ridiculous. They'll show but, curves. But Intel's no, looked no... seriously selective on this yeah. one, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, Apple does their their graphs, and they don't even tell you what the x and the y axis are. So, you know, they all they all skew the results. But yeah, Intel's what what's funny about that is you know there's a there's an old line of thinking that if you're being defensive in any way, it means you're scared. And I have to assume that even though Apple isn't isn't a big part of Intel's um, you know product, uh, not product, uh, their uh, their bottom line. You yeah. know, Apple's, it's a small, small customer. When people see these speeds that Apple's able to deliver in a PC, they're going to say, well, wait a minute. Why, why, why am I dealing with this? 
why not maybe buy a Mac? Or what I think the real fear is maybe I'll go get an AMD machine, which are faster than Intel's and are based on that same ARM uh, architecture and can deliver the graphics that um, people you know, not, aren't necessarily able to get from Intel. Yeah, I, I mean, and what was interesting was that I think Intel was trying to, was putting out some numbers that uh, uh, some of the chips that it was looking at would have eight cores, eight, eight CPU cores, eight GPU cores. And if the, the numbers we're seeing on the M1X are, are to be believed, and they seem credible at this point, I mean, that means Apple sort of already lapped what, what Intel is, is, is touting now. And knowing Apple, it's going to be, you know, pedal to the metal over the next few years as they just put some distance between it and uh, Intel. Sure. And like I said, no one, I don't think Intel is concerned that uh, people are going to flock to Macs and mass. I mean, PC users are PC users. There are reasons to stay with PC. Uh, Intel has a whole uh, advertising line now that says, you know, if you want to play Rocket League, you, you're, you're on a PC, you know, I mean, there are reasons, but um, Apple is so far advanced when it comes to chip design. I mean, Apple's on a five nanometer process. Intel's still on 10. So that's better efficiency, better speeds, but more, more, more cores. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty mind blowing how Apple, yeah, they basically just stepped in and said, you know, this is how it's done. And now Intel has to respond and not just with benchmarks and with, um, you know, barbs across the, across the, uh, the fields, they have to respond in a real way they have to within the next year or two, or else they're going to get, they're going to get left behind. Well, I mean, and, and that, you know, that, that goes to the point uh, the, the problem, problem, if you will. Um, one of the things that's held back Apple in say the last five years is that, you know, uh, Intel's had more and more trouble shrinking these chips down yeah. and keeping them both efficient, fast, yeah. and and not you know bla blazing hot. And you know I'm not sure that I see anything in what Intel is doing right now that tells me they've you know they've solved those problems. Yeah, I agree. Um, they've been they threaten seven nanometer process for years, and then they keep delaying it and delaying and delaying it, and they clearly haven't been able whatever the reason is that they haven't been able to deliver that qualcomm has it you know samsung makes it makes a five nanometer processor for its phones again phones and laptops are different but they're the the, the design the architecture is there and intel is definitely bringing up the rear when it comes when it comes to that and i mean listen intel's a huge company i have to assume they'll figure it out but you you don't know the, this landscape is littered with giant companies who thought that they were too big to fail, that rested a little bit too long on its on their laurels, and said, you know, we'll we'll be okay. You know, just this week, people were uh, uh, pointing out. I think it was Volkswagen that said, um, "We're not worried about Apple." Like you have to pay attention to the what's going on around you. I was just working on a story before this before this um, call that Apple is hiring people for six G technology. I saw that. Yeah, they're yeah. already moving well beyond now, 5G. They're headed. And, they're they're like five years down the but road. That's what yeah. ten years down the road. Like, but that's what you have to do if you're going to be uh, an innovator in any space. You have to look down the road, not next year, not the year after, five, ten years, and get there. And that's what Apple did with its with its with its phone chips, and that's why it was able to pivot what seemed so quickly. To a Mac chip, but it's not. We're talking about years of development. It's, this is five, seven, eight years yeah. we've been waiting for this chip to show up. Right. It's been talked about for like you know, ever since the iPad arrived. 
And it's, it, you know, it seems timely and it seems like they just said, okay, here's, here's the new Mac, but uh, uh, this they, you know, Apple, if they're, if they have one strength above all their other strengths, it's the ability to look down the line and fail eight years out while they develop these things. You know, they, they say a thousand no's for every yes. That doesn't mean that they're not trying out all these no's before we get the yes. They fail a lot, I'm sure, things that we don't see. But they're so far ahead and they're so far, you know, down the road that, it, that they can afford to do that. And, you know, know. We, we see with the iPhone, the iPad, Mac, you know, all that stuff. Like, that's, that's, the, way they, that's the way they operate. I was just going to say, yeah. I know this is slightly tangential. Don't let me interrupt, Julia. Did you want to say something? <laughs> I was just about to jump in and say, first of all, you guys more than answered a question that I was going to chime in, which was basically, you know, how's this comparing to Intel? But we do actually have a question from our LinkedIn audience that I'm going to propose to you guys right now. So this question is from LinkedIn. As a reminder to all our viewers on LinkedIn and YouTube, leave a comment or question um, in either comment section. I know they call them slightly different things on YouTube and LinkedIn, and we'll answer them live here. So here's the question. I am waiting for a 16-inch MacBook Pro with M1X. When will it get released? Mid-2021 or end of 2021? And does it support discrete GPU? Um, a few questions in one. I, I can give you an answer more on the on the release than I can on the discrete GPU. GPU, but uh, I would I would guess fall. You know, September, October. Michael, your thoughts? I'm going to be a little more optimistic and say maybe uh, WWDC ish. Oh, June, please, June-ish. please let it be. And I would love um, that. A discrete GPU looks uh, unlikely for this round. Um, they're still based on the rumors. They're still working on that. Um, however their integrated GPUs are really good. So I mm-hmm. wouldn't worry so much about that, particularly in, in, in a laptop. When we're talking about the iMac and the Mac Pro, that's a different story. But I don't think that Apple's um, M1X or whatever it is, is going to have any problem running the things you want to run on a 16-inch uh, probe. I think June. Sure. That's, that's right. my guess. You know, I, I, want, I do want to follow up on one thing you're saying. You make a very good point because, you know, in the old days, three, four, five, six, seven years ago, the difference between integrated GPU and discrete GPU really was noticeable huge. in terms of what yeah, you could huge. do in the gaming, uh, video editing, things like that. Uh, the way Apple has, has basically wrapped this whole chip ecosystem together, uh, you know, and the way they, they both share memory and, and, you know, don't think of a discrete GPU as a huge selling point now if you're looking right. at a MacBook Pro. It's, you know, there, there may be some high-end serious uh, uses for it, but for the vast majority of buyers, the integrated GPU as Apple's going to do it and is doing it already with the, with the current M1 chip, uh, you know, is going to meet your needs. I really believe that. Yeah, I, I, I agree, particularly uh, when it comes to, to a laptop, uh, you know, a portable, you're not doing you know there aren't like render farms with laptops so when we talk about the higher end desktops that's a different story and they they are working on on a a discrete gpu but yeah for what you're getting with the uh with the pro assuming there isn't one that's ready for this for this release i think it'll be just as good as the pro that's out there now with the uh, uh what is it the radeon i don't remember with uh whatever's inside the the 16 inch pro now it'll be extremely competitive and, and probably way better. What makes you think June, Michael? Just curious. I, know, I mean, WWDC announced at WWDC. And yeah, I think I just, um, you know, based on what I'm saying, we, we see, you know, first half of 2021, I've seen those rumors. It hasn't been updated in over a year now. 
people are waiting, you know, Apple sold a lot of these, these Macs over Christmas, but they're not pro machines. The 13 inch pro isn't. When you say these Macs, pro, you mean the new M1 Macs? New M1s. Yeah. The, the 13 inches. The, yeah. the mini, the, the, the air they're, they're consumer machines. The 13 inch yeah. pro is a higher level consumer machine. Yeah. Uh, a professional Mac user, however that looks like, whether it's creative or, 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 you know, just like a, a, executive whatever whatever you're buying it for that's not what you're looking for so they have to get these machines out i don't think they're going to wait till the fall you know it needs more ports it needs more ram it needs more power mm-hmm. a bigger screen like these are these are important things that that's a market that i'm sure the the 16 inch pro market has crashed because unless you absolutely unless you have to have, have one, to why have they, one right now why the hell would you buy yeah, one you're now? gonna wait no. you're gonna wait yeah so you know they're keenly aware of that I think yeah. it was smart to push the consumer products out first, but I think uh, mid-year is, is, is my guess. Aren't we, aren't so, the, is, oh, go ahead, Julian. Well, we've got another question on topic from LinkedIn, and this viewer says, I'm using um, a 16-inch MacBook Pro right now and more than happy to wait for an evolved M chip. Just want to know how much time it will take for Apple to release a three nanometer chip and how much of a performance upgrade is it going to be over the current M1s, which I think is a great question. It's a, I mean, it's a great question. We don't, we don't really know. We can look at the iPhone, the A, so the A13 was a seven nanometer. The A14 is a five nanometer. It was about 15% increase in, in, uh, in, in CPU performance. I mean, you can extrapolate a little bit. I don't know that three nanometer is on the horizon for this year. They just so. they just moved to five nanometer last year, so I'm assuming 2022, maybe even 2023. Well, and the M1X is a five nanometer chip, so it's not. Yes, uh, they right. haven't gone any further any further down. The the big, big jump for the for the the viewer who's using the current. I, I'm assuming that's the current 16 incher um, or relatively new. The big mm-hmm. jump will be moving to the M1 or M1X chip. You'll see a much bigger jump moving from that Intel processor to the latest chip than you will from like the M1X to the M2 or the M1Z or whatever it's called next mm-hmm. year, whenever Apple gets the three nanometers. Yeah, right. and I'm sure they'll be one of the one of the leaders. But uh, my guess is, my, I'm going to say 2023 is when they'll they'll roll out the so that'll be what the a6 7 that'll be the a17 and the m3 ish what what are we what year are we in 2021 so two years yeah so so m3 maybe will be will Mm -hmm. be that 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 would work out nicely wouldn't it three three nanometers m3 come on i can i can i can write apple's apple's website you could be a marketing guy you know (laughs) editorial to marketing you've got it you've got a job you know it's also it's also interesting. I was just going to say real quick. One of the things about the laptops due out this year is I think we're looking at a form factor change. Change it's supposed to look a little bit more like the new iPhone, a little more squared off, slightly yeah. less rounded. Uh, I'll be interested to see, you know, if actually Apple does something to specifically demarcate these as the seriously new MacBook Pros. Yeah, anyway. they're they're overdue for yeah. a, a design. On the other hand, I mean, they're laptops. Like, what can you really do? You walk Just, around, you, know, you show it off. No, 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 it's, it's not, I'm not, not, not that. I'm saying like, what, oh, okay. like, what can you really change? It's a keyboard and a screen. I mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like the, it's like the iPhone. I mean, the iPhone 12 is really nice, but is it all that much different from the iPhone 11? A little bit, but um, they are, they are allegedly due for a, 
a design refresh. The only thing I really want to see is a uh, better webcam, slimmer bezels all around. Yes. And, um, you know, I re that's, that's really it. Slimmer bezels and a, and a better camera. What's the camera on the, on, the current, camera. on the current M1, the 13 inch? Is that a 720p still yeah, or did they go to 1080? No, they didn't change it at all. All they did didn't was they, add like- Isn't a 1080 in something? I thought I had seen that uh, one of the one of I the think the iMac has a 1080. Yeah, okay. Maybe that's they, it. They added I, like, like AI stuff to make your face better. But God yeah, knows I, I need more of that. <laughs> I mean, I think in fairness, no one needs a 4K webcam. No. It's not going to oh, make God, your face no. look better. It's going to no, be too that's, close. You don't I'm want not, that. Not, no, I, no one's looking for that, that, but just, you know, something that's not <laughs> a 1080p from, would be fine. Yeah. So I've got one more question. This is just, it, it echoes um, one of our viewers' questions, but if, like that viewer said, he's using a the a current 16 inch MacBook, which is a not great machine, by the way. The, the yeah. current 16 inch MacBook is a great machine. I was going to say, if if he's really waiting for um, the, this alleged M3 that you're saying Mike is maybe going to come out in 2023, that, that 16 inch MacBook, I mean, can that just carry him until he's getting yeah. yeah for for another two years, no doubt. Yeah, right. the 16 inch MacBook Pro is like a $2,500 laptop and it's it's great. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, in two years from now, when, what is it? Uh, Mac OS 17? I don't even know who we're on. Where Whatever we it'll be. We're uh, the now, aren't we? You, what, what are we on now? Whatever. Whatever the number is. Hold on. Let me look. 11. We're on 11. So, 11.2. Uh, so, so, you're talking uh, like 13, 14? If, well, if they, if they, do those numbers what yeah. they did didn't they do it differently it was 10.3 but uh, whatever we're getting into weeds here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you'll be able We've to go down a to cul-de-sac please pull us back somebody whatever the 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 2023 version of mac os is called your mac will be perfectly able to run it very well apps will work uh, uh whatever new stuff is out there will work and it will be it will it will be fine yeah agree Great. So that kind of brings me to another question that I'm curious about, which is, I know that we've discussed, I mean, ever since that there were these Apple Silicon rumors over the summer, I can remember like being in the exact studio that I was in. I know we're moving around a lot, but, and we were kind of discussing, you know, who is this for? If you're looking to upgrade, why would you upgrade now? So I'm curious about all the people who maybe were like, I don't want the first generation Apple Silicon would the M1X be, but they're but you know they're curious they want something that has an Apple chip in it. Is would an M1X Mac fit their needs or or not necessarily their needs, their desires and kind of what they're looking for if they want like the latest and greatest but not the first one? I mean, yeah, I think the reason why people would were were waiting would wait is because of early adoption fears like bugs right. and crap that, that honestly didn't really happen there haven't been any there no. was there wasn't much you know little things here and there they 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 updated it to 11.2 i had some issues small issues that that haven't popped up again like for example my webcam would shut off here and there that hasn't happened but very very minor stuff nothing nothing uh, detrimental nothing to the point where like you know your battery was draining old and, and your keyboard wasn't working like nothing like that it i mean they they rolled out uh, pretty smoothly and the M1X will, it'll be you know assuming that's what it's called essentially the same thing just faster 
So well, yeah, and, I, and and actually, almost a, not a second generation per se, but it's not the newest. Yeah, I mean, right. they, they, whatever whatever issues that might have come up with the M1 will have been ironed out by the time the M1X yeah. comes out. So I think right. they'd be fine. Yeah, and you know, along those lines, I wouldn't recommend anyone not buy one now if they want one. It's the ones that are out there; they're fantastic. I'm using a, a, a 13 inch, and so is Ken. And I mean, it's great. It's, it's you're surviving yes yeah, i mean it's it's muddling through until the 16 inch m1x price. gets here let's put it yeah. that way well ken ken has all that executive editor money to upgrade you know, every yeah, six months so do you, well, so do you. So do you yeah. <laughs> all right uh, we have one more question and i think we can wrap it up after this and this is just sort of forward-facing macbook questions in general so this year same guy who is curious about upgrading he says, some leaks are suggesting that Apple's going to bring back the SD card adapter and other ports. Is it really going to happen? And what about MagSafe? He misses the older MagSafe. Michael, any uh, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, so the, the rumors suggest that this year <laughs> is going to be the year that Apple fixes everything and brings back the SD card that we lost, I don't know, four years ago. Right. Um, brings back, you know, more ports that they didn't have on the M1, which that that we kind of expected. Um, maybe even brings back MagSafe. That that is a rumor. Now I'm not a hundred percent sure what that would look like, and I have conflicting thoughts about that. I also miss MagSafe. Ditto. Mm -hmm. However, USB-C is universal and True. very nice. So if Apple introduces another proprietary charger. I don't think that's a great thing. And I, I, I wouldn't love that. If they can figure out a way to incorporate MagSafe into USB-C somehow. That's what with, I was going to ask. With could, a dongle could, could or something. you do it? Yeah, right. Okay. That yeah. I'm totally, totally on board with. The other thing is the rumors might be that this is a, an iPhone type MagSafe. And maybe there's a charging pad on the, on the MacBook and you can pop your iPhone to, to, to use your MacBook's charge. Like, mm -hmm. You know, rumors are, 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 you know, they're vague because we, you know, people are just, they hear things and they write about them. So it, it, it could be, it could be either of those things. I just, I don't think that if Apple was to say, here's MagSafe again, and it's a, it's a new charger, a new connector only for the MacBook. I don't mm -hmm. think that's a, that's a great move. Yeah. It is admittedly frustrating if I need to be using a USB-C port and one of them's my charger. That's, so, I agree. We need more of them. And, and you'll the definitely 16 see more Pro ports. will, will have at least four. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, Do you think um, you're going to get a card slot, Mike? Yeah, that's what they're saying. And uh, I, that wow. is the craziest, weirdest the room. I, I use it, it all I the time. I, I, I have a hub and I, I use it for my camera. Okay. I never thought Apple would bring it back. But the rumors say that they will uh, only on, that, on those higher end models. And yeah, people would love that. I don't yeah, know why they been, took it away. It's, it's Apple been has enough. been known to backtrack. Look sure. what they did with the keyboard. I mean, look at the keyboard. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Even though they didn't say they didn't admit that the old one was terrible. I, no, well, they don't have to as long as it, they bring back what you yeah. know what's better. <laughs> I, I'll let them get away the, with it. The other part of this is that the uh, touch bar is allegedly going away on those yeah. models as well. Speaking of is, something else, I don't use very often. Yeah, and I don't. Think oh, that's, I love that's, the touch bar. See uh -oh. that? I no no. And I I agree. If they do that, it, it's going to create issues with uh, with uh, factions, if you will, because there is <laughs> there are people who love the touch bar. I'm fairly indifferent to it. Like I'm a, 
I don't I don't mind it being there. I use it for some things. It doesn't get in the way, but it, it doesn't, doesn't really it's, add it's anything fine. to the experience. I, I, that would shock me if they just said, "Here's your function keys back." That would be very surprising. I mean, that's basically an admission that five years of of developing and pushing this 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 thing on our MacBooks is is wrong, and it also takes away that touch thing. Like there's a touch element on the Macs, which kind of bridges the gap between the iPhone and the Mac and it, and they would be taking that away. I would be shocked, but that's, that's the rumor is that the, the 16 inch pro, and I guess the 14 inch pro as well, that's also rumored will have a, a card slot and no touch and no uh, touch bar. So we'll see. Crazy. Yeah, it would be crazy. <laughs> But maybe they'll make it a consumer thing. Maybe the Air and the, and the lower end Pro will have the touch bar. They, they, that would be a complete reversal of the way they do it. They did it to start. Sure. And may, maybe so. Maybe they're realizing that it's more of a, of a consumer thing, which makes sense that pros have their ways and their keyboard shortcuts and they use those function keys. Whereas, you know, regular mm-hmm. people, regular people, that's a terrible thing to say. People that, 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 that don't use their computers for high end work, you know, right. uh, are, are, are more. Uh, uh, apt to adapt to that type of, uh, of, of totally. computing. Yeah, that's a great point. I'm thinking just in my experience, just editing video, it would be really frustrating if someone then just removed the keys, but I don't edit video on my MacBook with a touch bar. So it doesn't really bother me that much. <laughs> Makes a good point. We all knew what you were saying. All right. Well, thank you both so much for calling in and joining. Really exciting stuff. I think that it'll be interesting to see what happens maybe June, like Mike's prophesizing. I hope so. so. I hope he's right. I hope I'm wrong. There we go. Well, thank you all so much for watching today. And if you were live and tuning in on LinkedIn or YouTube, we really appreciate it. If you had a question or comment that you didn't get to ask while we were streaming, just leave a comment below and I'll get back to you and answer whatever question you might have. Thank you again so much for watching. And if you liked this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel over on YouTube, the IDG Tech Talk channel, if you're migrating over from LinkedIn to YouTube. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.